Happy Tuesday, everybody. TGIT. Uh, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. And uh, as we told you guys yesterday when we had a live show with Jordan Henry, uh, we're going to have another live show with you guys live today with uh, current city council member and up for re-election, Mr. Vareja Rajanya. Uh, and former mayor. And former mayor, correct. Uh, Mr. Vareja, I want to thank you for taking time out of your Tuesday to be with us. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. So... Elections are right around the corner, um, but prior to us getting into uh, city council, current events, and uh, what's going on with the city, uh, we want to kind of talk about you a little bit, uh, your past, what you did prior to obviously becoming a council member, and obviously you know what led you to join city council and uh, become a fu- public servant. Pu- yeah, exactly. Yeah. We want to know who Mister Mister Verej is. Mister Verej on TV for I, it feels like forever. Yes. <laughs> so. <laughs> Okay, um, as you have said, my name is Varjagajanian. I'm married with two kids. Um, I was working as professional engineer for, for a long time, and then um, later I changed. I did different jobs, and one time, 23 years ago, I was invited on Armenian TV. So, um, so I accepted. Generally, I was going around the country. I went to Massachusetts, wherever the Armenians were uh, or are. Uh, I went to Massachusetts, Boston, Boston, and uh, Rhode Island. I went to Sweden, different places. They would invite me, and I would go to uh, for speeches, which I was making at the time, and. Uh, so one day... Speeches pertaining to what? Uh, about different issues of related to Armenians okay. and political and social issues of the United States. Okay. So that was my passion from my childhood. It's not just happened that what I'm speaking about now. Uh, for the past 22 years, I have been host and commentator on TV uh, and I'm doing it every day, seven days a week. So, however, this is what I was doing. I, when I was younger, I was speaking about politics and social issues when I was a teenager even. 
So this is not new to me. I, w I was going to different Armenian gatherings, and the kids would come and listen to me. So I was interested in politics. Although I am professional engineer, licensed in state of California, and what's w that's what I was working on, but the politics and uh, educating the community was my passion. And of course, beside that, I have been uh, chairman of Armenian Society of Los Angeles County uh, since 1999, and then later, uh, recently, past few years again, I went back and I'm the chairman of Armenian Society of Los Angeles. So I was involved with Armenian issues all the, all the time. I have been president of Armenian engineers and scientists of America. So from my childhood, I was involved with Armenian issues and uh, generally political and social issues of United States. So what happened, uh, somebody uh, invited me on TV to speak about election of 2000 where Bush and Gore were contenders. So I explained, and then people, they called the station, and they said they want to hear more because, you know, generally politics, United States politics, on, you never see it to be discussed on Armenian channels. So uh, I had hesitation to go back, but I, I accepted to go back. And then the owner of the channel in the told me if I want to continue to become a, a TV host. So because you are a very great TV host, so he was telling me. Yeah. <laughs> so I accepted to become a TV host. Then I liked it so much that I bought a station. Such an obvious thing to do, Mr. British. And then after a while, Charter Spectrum, they came back, they said, you are running the TV station so good that we want to give you another station another to station. run. Wow. So that's why... <laughs> the ratings were pretty high with the Armenian community. So you have two channels now. Now, yes. Which, which are which ones? ABC and High Vision. The 381? Uh, 381, 384 on 384. Charter, and 1623 and 1629 on Spectrum, mm. which basically airs in Southern California. So you're a media mogul at this point. Yeah, after 22 years, <laughs> every right. day. So so that's the way it happened. I mean, this developed uh, unplanned, let's put it this way. I, it was not my... I mean, I, generally, people, they, they will be surprised to hear now that I'm kind of a shy person, by the way. People, they think since you're on TV, you're every day you speak, you do this and yeah. that, and you're in front of everything or every, you know, anything happens, you go and get involved. I'm kind of shy. I was going to different parties always. I was in one of the corners and not getting involved. But anyway, life uh, has different avenues and brought me to TV, and I am the TV host and commentator, as I said, for such a long time. Yeah, because the, the, the older Armenians, as far as our, our parents are concerned, it's always, you know, a majority of them get their information from you. It's always, you know, when you talk to a mom or a dad, it says, well, you know, Varej said, 
X Y Z. Well, you know, Varej said X Y Z as well. Well, it's it's always Varej said. Varej said. So it, <laughs> you could have even used that as a campaign. <laughs> Varej said. Also, I have kids who are uh, interested in politics, especially this uh, uh, high school in Glendale. That they love me because some of them they like the politics and they listen to me and. Those who are involved with politics or they like politics, they like what I say. Because as I said, I do not speak about anything to do with Armenia generally. Unless, let's say, in Armenia, something very strange happens, like uh, change of regime, like uh, Pashinyan became a prime minister. Or the, uh, something killing in Armenia, like the eight government you know, ruling parties, yeah. members they got, or member of parliament, they got killed. If it's very important uh, nationwide or worldwide news, I will get involved with it. Basically, uh, my program has nothing to do with Armenia. It's just U.S. politics and world politics and social issues, of course, also. That's and where... As it should be, because I mean, at the end of the day, we're living in the United yeah. States, and you being a, you know, you know, part of the United States political spectrum, it's kind of like, all right, we're going to talk about current events with whatever's happening locally or in the United States. Right. You want something with Armenia? There's Hamek, there's ARTN, there's yes. H1, there's all these other. That's all about Armenia. Yeah, the news, everything is based uh, reporting from Armenia. I do not get involved with Armenian issues unless it's very, very important. As I said, like change of the regime from um, where they were, like their Sarkisian, which turned to be Pashinian. Not a big uh, difference, sir. Yeah, no, but I mean, that was a big change. Yeah. Maybe the policy-wise, people, they feel that nothing has been changed for them, but uh, in world events, Look at it's a big change. Yeah. So, what? When One was more thing. If go I ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm also doing. Uh, I was doing a radio program on Persian radio on 670, which is airs in Southern California. But uh, since they follow the rules of FCC, since I'm a candidate, I stopped it. So I'm radio host also, by the way. So hold on, why why would you stop? What, what is a conflict of interest? What is yes, it? Yes, because I'm a host, and they think by <coughs> on its own, it's a kind of advertisement. The FCC, FCC thinks that, or the, yes, the FCC, Persian station? No, FCC. They follow the rules, and I cannot be a host until the election is over, as I was doing before. Uh, oh, so it's just so during the campaign. But right. once you're reelected, then you yes. can go back to right. hosting. Right. Right. And were you hosting as a city council member or just as no, Reja Ghajanian? Of course. I, over there I was saying that I'm a city council member. Yeah. That's no problem. Or I was the mayor. I was saying I'm the mayor of city of Glendale. Yeah. But that's no problem. As long as I'm not involved with the election. My own, something to do with myself. Not uh, with the election. But right. if I am... Uh, Candidate, I can't continue doing it. It's funny you can, you can hire. Well, not hire. You can pay for an ad to campaign yourself on a radio show, right. but you can't advertise yourself. Right, that's right. Uh, 
It totally makes sense. It totally makes sense. Pay somebody to talk for you, but you can't campaign. You can't advertise yourself. Well, yeah. I mean, imagine. Let's say, well, for example, if Joe Rogan was running for office. Okay. But, I mean, he's on YouTube. He's so on, well, not even on YouTube anymore. Well, no, he's I mean, on Spotify. Spotify now, yeah. Um, I don't know if Spotify is regulated, but imagine the influence he would have and the attraction just by the number of followers he has, right? Yeah. If you remember, there was this, um, I can't remember right away, I can't remember the name, the black guy who was running for governor of California in September during the election. He was a host on Channel 7, um, Radio uh, ABC Larry Radio. Elder. Are you talking about Larry Elder? Larry, yeah. Larry Elder, yeah. right. He had to stop his radio program yeah. during the election. Yeah, he's right. Yeah. yeah, that's the FCC rules. And so you can't be a candidate. Any, and anything with three letters scares us. So <laughs> whether it's FBI, FBI FCC, CDA, yeah. NSA, right. CDC. But so now you guys are free. I mean, you can do it like uh, my tv well, on my tv uh, i'm not following the rules i can advertise myself yeah. as a candidate and i'm a host which i continue doing my own program so where do you get your political news from where then you interpret it for the armenian people because okay. you know today journalism doesn't really exist anywhere you read it's all about whoever's on whose side and right it has nothing to do with news or that's very important that I say, I get news from different organizations. Can you name a couple? Associated Press. And then you get from papers, news, and New York Times, Los Angeles Times, uh, and Wall Street Journal. They are different. Wall Street Journal is very different than Los Angeles Times, let's say. Yeah. I get all those news, like, comes like a A bundle, flood. huh? Yeah, it comes like a flood. So what I do... Every day, I go to office at 9 a.m., basically, if I'm not involved with the city issues, and I go through the news which comes from different sources. And then I concentrate on, you know, there's, it's like, as I said, it's a flood. I look at, like, maybe 200 subject matter, and I pick up which one will be important for Armenia. So I pick up the issues, uh, about United States politics and, as I said, social issues. Uh, and I think which one is ben will be beneficial for my audience or for my viewers, actually, and same for the radio, for my audience. Yeah. So I pick up those issues which I think is important, like 12 subjects out of the 200 or 300 ma material which comes to me. And then I concentrate, I read different opinions, and I try to stay in the middle. I say Republicans, they say this, and Democrats are saying this. I never take position, ever. I stay in the middle, say what they are saying, both sides, you know? Uh, so I, so always, like, I bring you an example so you'll know how it works. In 1999, uh, I'm sorry, in year 2000, actually, when um, pre uh, President Clinton uh, left the White House uh, in 2000 was the last year, and 2001, January 20th, he left. 
So he took with him few uh, gifts which he received from different uh, leaders of countries. Mm -hmm. He took with him and few things from the White House to his house in New York. They left for New York, uh, Hillary and Bill Clinton. So then they forced them to bring it back, some of those items, to send it back. So I was showing the truck and what they brought back on TV. And this was in the beginning, of course. People, they didn't know well what I'm doing or what I say. So they were calling me, oh, you uh, uh, Republicans, you're attacking uh, our greatest president in the world and this and that, or because I was showing that they are taking the stuff back. Mm -hmm. But what that was a fact. If it's not a fact, I won't say. That was a fact that he took the stuff and they had to bring it back. I mean, later, like George Bush, I was showing that he was answering questions. It's a fact that he could not answer. Or George Bush's son, of course, George Bush's dad was uh, a real expert on political matters anyway. So they were calling me, oh, what you have against uh, this Republicans, you Democrats, you do this, this, this. So, as I said, those I heard that, but I never attacked or said something which is my opinion that this guy is this or that, unless it's a fact. It was news-based, basically, yes. what you were doing. Just yeah. stating basically the news, this that is what's going on. Everybody except it was not controversial that he did what he has done or Bill Clinton took this stuff. I mean, it was fact. It's not so. I always tried to explain if it's a ideology, I always say what Republicans think about this issue and Democrats, what, how they uh, receive that issue or they explain that issue. So I try to stay in the middle. I just, my purpose of the program is to educate my community. And let them it's not, decide. Yeah, let them decide they want to think. Republicans are correct, or Democrats are correct, or none are correct. I want to leave it to them to pick up as much as they want and whatever is important to them. Because when I explain something is important to you and you think, oh, because Republicans did this, this goes along with my way of thinking. So this is correct. Or the Democrats, this is what they think about the issue and they, you can think that what they are doing is correct. Yeah. I do not say who is correct. I try to stay in the middle, never deviate from the uh, that neutral part. Because, as I said, the only purpose of the program from day one is to educate the Armenian community. So I don't have to take side. This is not, let's say... Uh, Wall Street Journal, or this is not the New York Times. That's not the way I do. I pick up everything from both sides, I bring it together, and I present to our community, let them decide who's right or who's wrong. I'm not interested at all. How? On my TV program, of course, or yeah. radio program. I'm curious, how was the response from your audience, um, like over the last two years, especially during the lockdowns, yeah. What type of feedback? Let me go you? back to 
in the beginning, as I said, people, they were saying, oh, you are this or you are that. You know, yeah. we are Armenians. We have this uh, tendency. If you say one word, then you will be, you know, Pajinian or yeah. the other one or uh, Republican or Democrat. Yeah, we tend to but crucify everybody. But you say one wrong, yeah. one wrong one thing. word and you know what will happen. Uh, World War Three will start. But what I have done, as I said, now, because it uh, went for so long, 22 years every day, this is... No vacation, 22 now, years. For the last 10 years, I didn't take vacation, but <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> no, uh, when you get reelected, the Wisens will take you on a nice trip. Yeah, even if I... Of course, once in a while, I went for a trip, but I, when I go, like I went to Armenia, I came back in five days. Wow. Jesus Christ! I mean, is it even worth going? That's, to that's like jet lag. <laughs> jet lag times two. By the time you get there, you're recovering. You're coming back. You're gonna recover yeah, again. He was there for a no, whole twenty-four I tried, hours. <laughs> I tried to inform, educate our community for all these years, and that has been my passion. I did not want to uh, be this. I mean, even uh, yes, I invited the guests to come. I give the questions. I say. I will ask this question. I want exact numbers, like if they come from school. Yeah. This is the question. I want to know how many students you have, how many teachers you have, or how many hours you teach this subject, that subject. I give them the question because, as I said, the purpose is to educate the community. I want the right answer. If you don't give them the uh, question, they come and say, oh, we have approximately like our uh, city. But Virg, like, you don't think that's like that's completely opposite of our platform. Our platform yes, is a completely open right, platform. Right. But if you're preparing with questions, it's not as genuine. No, mine, mine. No, no. I just want to educate. The reason they come and they say, "How many he's, teachers he you wants have?" Wants to share the statistics of the city the or the school. Or, yeah, it has nothing I to want do to with do educate them. I just Basically, want to he, he's gonna he's gonna let you know what you're gonna talk about. Go do your homework, prepare the numbers. All so numbers. when you come onto the show, you'll have accurate numbers, and it won't be more of like a yeah. well. Let me look it up. Uh, ballpark. I'll get back. To you. I'll get back. To I will ask. So you don't like people? No, I want back. our community to be educated. I give you an example. Like you uh, ask somebody, it says, "How many employees city of Glendale has?" I know when I go, so I say one thousand three hundred seventy-five full-time employee, right? Mm -hmm. And we have 607 part-time employees. Altogether, we have 2,003 employees. So if you are not me, because I report this on TV, I know for a fact what the numbers are. But you ask somebody, they may say, oh, they, uh, there are 2,500 employees. <laughs> and the other one says, no, uh, 3,500. And the other one comes and says, 1,200. You, if you I don't know, how many employees does Glenda have? 2,003. Let me see. That's full-time and part-time. This is right. See, I was told yesterday, 2,500 part-time, 1,500 full-time. That's not true. Via correct. text. That's, that's, that's 4,000 total. That's double what you say. No, that's not correct. Anyway. You know why that's it's not correct? Others, that's too Glenda. Oh, you know, you know why it's not correct? Remember yesterday when Jordan Henry was on, and I said Chris Augustine or uh, Chris August hasn't yeah. gotten back to me. Guess yeah. who called me today? Chris August Chris called Augustine. me today. He did. I guess, no way. Yeah, I guess the first thing he said. He said we're understaffed. Uh, he said we're understaffed. 
which is is, is he's at building in safety yeah. we, that, with Jordan Henry yesterday. Yeah. We were talking about that's it. That's cute that they understand. That's very yeah. Cute. So I, he's like he's like unless you want to come do planning yourself. I was like yeah yeah it's pretty yeah. funny. I mean you're you're that's lucky right. I'm in a good mood today. So like <laughs> recently we tried to hire few employees. That was one of my problems I had because they all Armenians and non-Armenians doesn't matter. My cellular phone is on TV, two TV station. Whoever wants to call me, they can call me. You know? Yeah. So they don't have anybody else's number. No city manager's number, no city council member's numbers. They know where my station is. They you, walk When you in. said city manager, you hit a soft spot with it. That's <laughs> what I'm being very quiet. Today. Yeah, we had a discussion yesterday about uh, Rafi as well. Yeah. Rubik. Oh, Rubik. I'm sorry, Rafi. R- Rubik. Yeah. Rafi is the treasure. Yeah, Rafi is the treasure. Sorry. So <laughs> there's another one that needs to come. Again, out that's another result. topic we'll get into yeah. as far as no, Rubik the, being the city manager. Right. See, what it is is they know where I am. So most of the time, employee of our city were asking me. Everybody comes, and sometimes people they come and they want to see a council member. Nobody comes to see me in the city. They never make an appointment to see me. Because you make an appointment, maybe two weeks later, a month later, you can see the council member. But they don't have to do that. They just walk to my studio. They walk into my office. I mean, there's nobody to stop them. I told my employees, whoever wants to come here, let them come in. I want to see them. Let me see what the problem is or what they have. Transparency. You become the godfather of Glendale, huh? You you (laughs) sit at your office, they walk in. Let let them in. Let them in. Yeah, and my cell phone number, most important, my cell phone number and my personal email number is on TV. So whoever wants to call me, they can call me. And I get only 300 calls a day (laughs) and 700 emails. So Not too bad. And I have to answer them. and I try to answer them. And as I said, they just walk into my office. I mean, there's no restriction or anything. Yeah. They can come. So that's the way I want it to be. Uh, I, wanted, uh, I want them to be free to get in touch with me if they have issues to discuss with me. It's okay with me. Let them come and see me. And uh, by the way, as I said, I was very active in our Armenian community, and I had the TV. The reason I became a city council member, one reason was that I wanted to change a few things. One of them was affordable housing, which I was saying 507 units, uh, which has not been seen anywhere. Even in this city, as I said, exactly during the 44 years that they started uh, providing affordable housing for Glendalians, and uh, we had average of 31 affordable housing. And a I year? came to 31 yeah. uh, housing a year. Yes, average. So in over 44 years. Yes, we had 1,260. You know, I'm an engineer, very good in numbers. So 1,262 affordable housing we have provided for the in 44 years. 44 years. Hmm. And now imagine. You're doing 507. 507. You're proposing 507. In 18 months. In 18 months, we'll be ready. Which is going to be almost half of what's been done in 44 years. That's right. A little less than half. So you can imagine the difference. But do we have the capacity for the city? Where is this getting? And where One thing I have to say about the capacity. Now, recently, the government came and said, allocated, said, 
How many housing each city should have? You have to ask, provide certain housing for the public. Correct. And recent numbers is, if I tell you, will be, you'll be surprised, but uh, most of the time people explain it, uh, the issue wrong. They came and said, you have your city, city of Glendale should, prov uh, should provide 1,300, I'm sorry, 13,620 housing units. Housing unit, not affordable, housing unit. Annually? No, in uh, eight years. Okay. In eight years, you have to be, uh, provide uh, 13,620 units or housing. But uh, some, they, got, they have wrong uh, information about them. This doesn't mean that we have to make 13,620. Our rules and regulations should be such to be able to provide the land and the rules and regulations that if somebody wants to do it, to be able to provide that much of a housing. Yeah, but I mean, in, in, the, past, in the past five years, you look at where Glendale has gone, all it's been doing is it's been going up. Right. So it's been going up. And the fact that you're saying, and that's, that's why I asked, was is it like an annual thing? So you said in eight years, yes. correct? So in eight years, you're basically saying 13,000 of housing has to be created. I think in eight years, in the past five years, how many have we created so far with, all, no. with the Altanas and all okay. these other? Uh, all those which you mentioned was before five years. The permit, everything has been finished or they receive their uh, permit drawings has been provided before my time happened. All those happened before my time. I had one of the reasons I got involved because I was seeing this, uh, they provided the housing, 4,300 houses uh, were built in Glendale, which is mostly like the names you have mentioned. It's on Central and Brand, basically. Those are the redevelopment area. And there was, uh, they have provided or they have uh, uh, constructed 4,300 units, which in my opinion, they are very cheap buildings, by the way. They paint a different color and people, they look and say nice. But I was against to have those cheap buildings there and mostly they made it such a smaller units. Not for the families. Yeah. yeah majority of them are one bedrooms, two bedrooms, very and small studios. studios. Yeah. I'm in favor of doing that for elderly, not for families, because I want to see Glendale to stay uh, like a family what city. it was, family city, family what, house. What percentage of those buildings are actually occupied? Because it seems like such a mystery. Nobody knows. That's. Uh, I mean, there is uh, this issue, they think they are empty, that it's not occupied. But mostly, actually, is as far as I know, of course, I do not have, I didn't do any investigation, but as much as I could do and get information, is mostly, you know, um, you know some 
they live in, let's say, New York or some other places. They have money. They think if they have an apartment here, it's not bad, or condo here yeah. is not bad. Mm. So, can so you see they are in, right? Yeah. They're their second house or third. Some, yeah. you know, people are rich. They have three, four houses different. And the uh, point is that since uh, apartment or housing, any unit, the prices go higher and higher. So those who have money, they buy it. They use it when as a second house, third house, vacation house, whatever. And at the end, when they sell, they make lots of money. So why they don't have to buy if you have money? They bought those. They actually, nobody lives there. But it's purchased by one person. It's not that, oh, they left it uh, empty. It's not that. That's exactly what I was saying yesterday. I mean, the Americana, majority of it, I'd say all of it is sold. It's just not all of it yeah. is occupied. Right. But Americana sells, but I don't think Lex, Altana, those guys. No, sell. those are rentals. Those are rentals. Those are rentals. Yeah. Yeah. And and mind you, they. I know for a fact. What's the city intent intent uh, in initiative to have those buildings? What does the city get out of that? Those buildings. Those, yeah, those Th- Altanas and all that. Um, in redevelopment area, they could have apartment buildings it's great lots of numbers what does the city get from it permit uh, permit money permit money under money and at the time is was by right like you could make that building they could not stop it because rules and regulation was so uh, lax so what you're imposing so you're saying 507 units you want to bring up in Glendale proposing 507 that's affordable Affordable. That's Still, that has to be built on some type of soil. Right. And what what would be the criteria Where? for that as well? For Is it South Glendale, North Glendale? No, our Where? buildings are uh, two or three story buildings. We do not have. So you need more land. You have. You can do five hundred. the land that we can do that. So we the city has bought land. Right. Yeah. One of them is four story building, but they are not. More than four story. There are two story, three story. So they're existing buildings, or is it no, just no, the land? No. Brand no. New, okay, okay. Brand new. Just want except to one on Broadway. It's considered historic. So it's okay. a brick, red brick building by Glendale Avenue and Broadway, close Tobin World. In front of the f- was police. Oh department. yeah, yeah, yeah. Tobin That's World, Tobin, Tobin World. World. I know what that is. That's a historic building. We couldn't do anything, so the. Uh, the facade of it will stay, but inside, with so but it's two story. I'm guessing. Okay, you just mentioned Broadway, Glendale. Right. Nothing in that area shows me available property to build 500 units. No, no, no. Over there, there's not one. I understand. So if that's there, is there? Is it? It's in not going to be one building. It's not no, going to be one building. Yeah. No, it's I not understand, but is it going to be buildings near each other or no, buildings no. everywhere? So, that's why I would say. Let me ask when if if in two thousand seven I came to you or two thousand five whenever it okay. was I said America's Americana is going to be built here. Could you have envisioned it? I could have envisioned it. Would I want it? For some no, people no, that no, live no, in no. Glendale, it's a good thing. Who's asking? Like if you looked at yeah, the, the Grove was existed, right? No, no, no. I said, that's not what I'm saying. If you looked at the properties that okay. were there, yeah, 
whatever. I don't even the remember. Big what five, the big five. The big five. There was lot. a parking lot. If, yeah, if, exactly. if they said we're going to build this Grove-like thing, but even nicer, okay, could you have envisioned it? Like, oh, yeah, I could see it here. Or when you look at it, you're like, man, there's a lot of buildings here. How are you going to do that? No, I saw it. They, you I saw, saw the vision. It was there. Oh, you saw it. Well, that's good. I didn't see it either. Is it a good idea today? It's not about the idea. We'll get to the idea. Because yeah. nobody's... You're asking... Answer, do, you, do you remember this? Do you remember when the Americana was built and oh. every a majority of the properties around it basically kind of sold to Caruso, sold to Caruso, and he bought... Except bought, that bought, one bought, hotel. Except that one hotel right on the corner. Keys. It wasn't Keys, even on yeah. the corner. And, <laughs> and what did he do? He said, okay, you're not selling. Just build around it. That's them. fine. <laughs> They built around him. Would you have ever thought they would have built a Nordstrom there? Not at all. There you go. That's the okay. cr- that's what it is. But Check my question made. to you guys, Americana being where it is today, what does the city of Glendale, besides the, okay, there's parking ticket money, there's this and that. What else does Glendale get out of it? Well, we'll get into my that. America we'll get, well, hold on. We'll get yeah. into Americana later I because we're talking about we're talking about affordable, affordable housing. Okay, let's yes. stick to the affordable no, housing. Where uh, about those uh, which you were asking on Broadway? There's yeah, a little two close buildings. Close, yeah. Oh, yeah. on America on Broadway, there's two buildings. Will be two buildings. Mm-hmm. One is 40 unit. The other one is 127 units on Broadway. That's one. The balance 340 units will be on Pioneer. Close to Pacific, Pioneer Pacific, there was AT&T. Yeah. Uh, yes. mm. That will be all demolished. It's a big lot. And that oh, 340. Right from the How about Sears? Yes. Sears is. What's going no, on with no, Sears? No, no, I know, but I'm saying what about oh, Sears? Sears is nothing a, is going on. They said historic building. Nobody wants to buy. And oh, we Sears is historic? Of course yeah. it is, yeah. It's a, a historic parking building. lot is historic money well, right it's, there. It's going to uh, turn into so a historic nuisance. Problem. <laughs> right. That's they said it's historic and nobody is touching it because it's very yeah. difficult. In fact, one of those buildings, as I said, uh, Tobin Ward in uh, in w- one of the units, which I said for the units, is the one which red bi- uh, red, red brick building. So it will be only for the units in it because we can't touch it. So mm. now, what would what would be the criteria for these five hundred and seven residents? Like. To be able to okay. qualify to live there. All right. Is there uh, age, income? Yeah, well, there will be few uh, for those who are elderly, 62 and over, but mostly will be uh, housing will be for those who are, their income is certain limit. We have limits like 60,000, 80,000, uh, depending how many kids they're going to, uh, they have. Yeah. It will be for those who, are working, but they can manage the rent. So it will be very helpful to working people that they are at this time suffering because everything is so expensive. Yeah. Of course, uh, fortunately in Glendale, I brought also another rule when I came in, which was uh, the 7% rule. Yes. That if you, uh, you live or reside in a apartment building, the landlord can raise it up to 7%, not more. A year? A year. So you're it's for rent control? Uh, no, rent control is different. Uh, that's why I want to make it sure. Rent control, I'm against. What's Flat the difference? I will tell you what's the difference. Because rent control is government, governmental rule. It says you can't raise it 
more than three and some percent based on CPI and other stuff. What I proposed was because uh, the rent should not be raised more than 7%, but if the landlord or owner of the building wants the unit, whether you're going to have for your own kid, maybe you want to put your own kid there, or you want to do some uh, renovation, if the person is residing in that unit more than five years, you pay him six months of rent to go. If he resides in that house, like most of the buildings, there are mm -hmm. 20, 30 years, the person is there, the landlords want that unit for any reason they have. They can ask the tenant to go. It, that's if the tenant refuses the 7% increase? Right. If you, you can raise 10%, if you decide, 20%. If you decide to, you could raise it to whatever you want. want. If it's a there new There is tenant. no limit. Let me put it to you this way. If you raise it, let's do a round number, 10%, right? And mm -hmm. the tenant agrees and pays you the 10%. That's fine. You're fine. If you raise it 10% and the tenant basically says, no, I'm not okay with this, and reports it to tenants union, gets an attorney involved, whatever it is. At no, that they don't need, uh, no, the rule is such that they don't need to go I'm to I'm just saying, for, for example, because what happens is they go and get their I wanted to make it such that they don't go to I know, the I know, I know, I know, but... When when it comes to when it comes to tenant landlord law, yeah. a lot of them, everybody tends to lawyer up, quote unquote. But yeah, but on this one, you don't yes. need. Yes. So the the That's rule so is basically after seven percent is if the tenant says no, I want to do seven percent, and the landlord says no, I'm doing ten percent. If the tenant goes and finds something else, the landlord has to pay six months. Of the, the rent was the paying if he mm. has been in that unit I mean, for more he, than. I'm. I'm not. I'm, to be honest with you, I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of it. I. I like to leave the economy alone and let everything kind of play itself out. It did create a lot of panic with landlords who were looking to sell. Who uh, well, they are happy now because the reason is this is not rent control. If you need it, you you take it. It's. Back. It, I look at. I now a lot of people look at it as kind of like a cash for keys. It's like okay. Um, so I, I. I need you. I need you out. How much was your rent? Sixteen hundred. Okay, I'll give you X amount of dollars. Get out. So, yeah. Raj, you're saying you're against rent control. Right. LA has rent control? Yes. What's the percentage on it? Three and some. Two percent. No, no, no. no. LA is three. Okay, three percent. Three 3.4. You don't want rent control, but you're okay with seven percent. It's not controlled. Seven percent is not controlled. No. You can raise it 25 percent. If can the person is willing to pay, you can raise it as right. much as you want. You can ask for whatever you want. Tenant wants it. This is okay. I, when I when like you say tenant wants it, meaning existing or new? T existing. Oh, existing. If, you're, if the existing tenant signs a lease agreement agreeing to whatever the rent is that you raise, that's it. That's it. They're good. They are, they are okay with it. 10 percent is fine. They like their unit. It, you know they what don't want to go anywhere else because yeah. they're closer to their uh, business or closer to the workplace or they're saying uh, it's safe here it doesn't matter to me i will go along with there's there's a, yeah, this there's is a annually lot. you can raise rent annually seven percent every year and you have to yes. sign it has there has to be a lease agreement along you with guys it. don't think that's ridiculous why yeah, it's too much this, too little? of course it's too much now you were saying it was no, <laughs> it's too much seven percent is too much that's the limit that's the limit that's the limit. We are not saying, even you can raise it more than that. We are saying, if you want to raise, this is uh, explaining it. What the rule which I brought is, 
you are able to raise the rent as much as you want. But if you raise it more than 7%, nobody says there are some landlords now, uh, one of my relatives was showing me, the landlord raised the rent 4% now. So there is no problem. He can raise 4%, he can raise 5%, but if he wants to raise it more than 7%, the tenant has the right to say, this is too much for me. You're raising 20% is too much. I leave. But if he and goes... you got to give him a six-month severance package. Yes, basically. to go. That he should be able... The reason is, when you want to go and rent another space, another unit, what will happen? You have to pay the first, the last, and... Security. Deposit, security yeah. deposit. What median one, income one, do you one need second. to live in Glendale? No, 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 one second. Let me explain this because it's the reason then you will know why I did it. So you have to pay the first, the last, and deposit. So almost three months rent. And he has deposit with the old ten, uh, landlord, which the landlord, landlord will not release that money until you leave the unit. Mm-hmm. But you want to go to... The next door in another building, you have to pay three months of rent to the other one. You can't get your deposit. You hardly you make the rent you are paying. Hardly you come up every month to pay it. Most of the people, they are paying 2,000 rent. They, every beginning of every month, they have problem to bring that 2,000 and give it to the landlord. Now, he wants to go somewhere else. You tell them rent is three thousand. They can't afford. What they have to do? They have to leave. And I think so the biggest issue, the biggest issue with the rent control situation or the rent ordinance yeah. uh, situation was when people were looking to sell their investment properties. Right. That's where the issue came up was that if because commercial buildings you sell it based off of your cap rate. Right. So when your cap rate is low. And you sell it off to, if I sell my apartment building to Armand, right? right? When Armand buys it and he looks at the rent roll and the expenses and he looks at it and the cap doesn't make sense. One more fact. He's, he's handcuffed because right. at that point it's like, okay, I bought this. I put X amount of dollars down. Right. I could only raise it at 7%. And that's, that's mm. where, that's, that's... That's not correct. What is it? Two issues. First, it's for five units and up. Less than five is not effective. They can do whatever they want. Yes. So this is five and more. If would be 7%, limited to seven, that would come up. But did not affect much because you can ask them to leave. Like if you have six units. So, so here's the way I see it. Let's look at it from a different angle. You've got, you're paying 2,000 rent. Yes. Okay, you live in my building. And... As you said. Which one are? The one on Wilshire. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you said, the price of a commercial property is based on cap rate, right? Correct. Net operating income and yes. all that, right? So if I want to, if I want to, let's say if I'm planning on selling the building, I in, I would want to increase the rents by, let's say, two $300 on a 2000 Say that's 15%. Yes. Because that's going to increase the value of my house by multiple six, if not over a million dollars, yes. right? Now, if if there isn't that policy where I can buy you out for six months, now I have to deal with evicting you and you're not paying me rent, and the eviction process can take, what, six whatever. months, 18 months? Yes, whatever it is. Two years, right? 
So now you put me. Dennis Block, six months. Huh? Dennis Block does it in six months. Um, Whatever. I, I, I don't know who he is. He's an attorney. Okay, but That's, you don't know Dennis Block. Go ahead. No, I know sh- uh, the shotgun DUI <laughs> attorney. <laughs> <laughs> he knows Mark Girardos. Go ahead, continue. <laughs> so that's my point: is that if if let's say if it costs me twelve thousand dollars to buy you out, and I don't have to deal with attorneys, Dennis Block, whoever, I'd rather pay twelve grand. It's, it's, a, it's a cash for keys sort of situation. That's what exactly. It is. See, see, another another thing that a lot of people don't kind of realize is, even though yeah, it is a rent ordinance. There's a seven percent cap on there, but you could raise it to whatever you want. A lot of people take advantage of the state law as well, because there is a statewide rent ordinance as well. Yes, at, at right now, eight and that? some percent. It's it's basically like eight eight percent, and then eight point six percent. Yeah, and then it's there's higher than. Yeah, there's a very large tenant union backing them as well. If you go to them, they'll help you with like the guidelines and how to protect yourself and how to basically stay in the building for as long as right. as possible until. A person like Dennis Block will come in and actually evict you. Somebody says Dennis can't evict you in L.A. Ooh, right. LA, L.A. is very difficult now. It's, you can't evict L.A., it's easier to just call Sammy the Bull than <laughs> call attorney. They go after your fingers first, then they go after your car. Then Johnny sent me here. Yeah, No, L.A., Can L.A., I'll tell you this me? much. L.A. is really, really bad. L.A. is really, really bad. Like, yeah. you, like you is you get your foot in the door, you sign a lease. That's it. That's it. You're living for free. You're living for free. <laughs> it's almost as good as living on the streets in Venice Beach. It basically. <laughs> basically. Uh, no, but there are two different issues here. First, uh, if uh, somebody leaves the apartment, you can rent it to the maximum, whatever yeah. you will ask to the new tenant. But to clarify, yeah. this is not going to be applied for the 507 proposed affordable housing, right? No, this because is this is that's going to be a... Yeah. Gov- basically, Glendale City is going to be the landlord. Right. No. No? No, no. Or you're going to allow developers buy, to... No, we buy the property, the land, mm-hmm. and give it to a developer. Mm. And developer should, uh, you know, build the apartment building or units... And, manage and that's he has to manage himself. But it's what he will ask for the rent is limited. He can't ask for anything because we gave them the property. Ah. Based on how much you're going to spend, based on that will be the rent that he can ask the tenant. Mm. Because when you buy something like you yourself, you pay for the land, you pay for the building, and then based on that you say the rent should be like, 2000 or right. 3000 but since you didn't pay for the property land so you got it for free you spend the money only on the building so, so you t- can't ask for so who t- holds who holds title land still stays with us so it's like a land like lease like we give them yes we oh. give them for 75 years it's land oh, lease it's okay. a land lease. Yes. land lease now at that so so let's assume it's a 50 million dollar property that you're giving away to a developer What's the city's incentive? Because fifty million for a city that has a budget of a billion dollars—that's five percent, which is relatively high. So, what's the, no, city, what's uh, the city's incentive? You want to help your uh, resident of your city. That's your. So, is there going to be criteria that only existing residents? Because no, if you, you don't do that, do that, 
then you're going to no. have an uh, influx of people coming in from all over. No? But generally, generally, 90% are resident of that city. For somehow it works out such that uh, residents of that city are residing in those buildings. Mm-hmm. They come, some come from outside. And there's but no way to make it a priority for... St- some priorities we come up with, some. But... Uh, it's you can't block others to join. No, no, no. I get it because but it's the whole, the whole, the whole premise and the whole idea behind, you know, the affordable housing is obviously to keep kind of Glendellians right. in Glendale, right? It would be great since Glendale owns the land and is doing a land lease to an investor or a developer, whoever it is, to kind of have some sort of. I, w- I mean, a, give give a Glendellian priority as far as whoever is a resident. Englandal who wants to take advantage of it. So the problem with that is the um, developers they go and get money from state, from government, you know, federal government. They get money to build the building. So they say, if I give you the money, then you can't block others to join. There will be yeah. some restrictions. See, when I grow up, I want to become a developer. Yeah, because that's a good idea. The state gives you money, the, the city, city gives, gives you, you the land, land <laughs> and you collect rent forever. <laughs> seventy-five years. Seven, uh, honestly, of course, before we had fifty-five years, industry. but in these new ones, will be seventy-five years. What's later. affordable housing to you, Mr. Rush? What does affordable housing mean to you? That you can basically afford. <laughs> What's affordable to you today? What's affordable? Personal, myself. Yes, in your uh, honest opinion, what's affordable rent in Glendale today? For the today? average resident, that's yes. what he means. Not you personally. Not you personally. Yeah, you yeah. personally. Okay. For the average Glendalian. Yeah. The rent, average rent is around 2000 in Glendale. Is that low-income housing rent or average no, rent? That, you said average. Average so, in but Glendale. What's the, so at, if 2000 is average, right. can we understand what's low-income housing cost in Glendale? Low-income housing costs. Those 500 units that are going right. to be built in the future. Yeah. What should the person living in those buildings at that time expect to pay every month? Okay. Oh, that's what I mean. It depends. All right. That was a they quick pay, question. Yeah, no, it's just <laughs> they pay based on their income. So it's not If fixed. it's, let's say, two elderly, they get 1600 Yes. Uh, or two thousand, let's say Eight. each okay. one they get approximately thousand dollars, like nine hundred. Toshak, Toshak, yeah, they get around two thousand dollar. The rent for them should be like we have uh, on uh, on Sonora. Uh, it's eight hundred to eleven hundred. Fernando Sonora, eight hundred. Yeah. and Sonora. Glenox and Sonora. On the next to the DMV. No, right behind the pollo where Bob's yeah. Big Boy yeah. used oh, to yeah, be. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's, the, l- that's the latest. How much the are rent, those? The rent is 860 1100 depending what the... What unit in, it is. What unit it is and Their what income. the income is. Their Still income affordable. also. Yeah, and brand new building. Have Imagine. you seen it? beautiful building. I've never been in there, honestly. Go look at it from the outside. The water heaters are on the exterior instead of... Hidden somewhere, but everything it looks nice. I thought Stop. initially it was going to be like an assisted living or something. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like like what you said, kind of like an elderly court yeah. sort of decent. building. That's decent. 
That's As decent. That's what no, no, the prices you just mentioned. That's Bro, decent. walking distance to everything. Jones Market is there. Only grocery is there. That, bucks for that area. That's that, great. That unit, which they are paying eight hundred or eleven hundred, depending what their income is, uh, if would be would rent it outside in the open market. That's twenty like seven, twenty eight hundred bucks. At least twenty five hundred, and they are so nice. You have to. What, uh, if you guys have seen, what's the approximate size of these units? We're I haven't about? been inside. Yeah, I haven't been inside it's, it's like 700, 800. Typical, typical, apartment, typical apartment building. Apartment. Yeah, it's yeah. not small. It's great. But uh, you don't have a when, it's, when it's ready, I'll take a unit. <laughs> <laughs> After remind, you get older. Remember me. After <laughs> you get older. I, I, my, my only concern about this, and a lot of the audience can concur with this, is that to not attract low-income people from because then the concern always is crime rate how's that right. going to affect the crime rate yes. right? wrong crowd wrong crowd because that's one of the main reasons why people move into glendale or for instance you said sonora glen oaks right you go up three streets past glenwood kennett now you're paying one and a half right or Two one and a half million 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 plus million. for a house right so you don't want you know half a mile down from you when you're riding your bicycle down sonora um <laughs> to to be concerned about the crime and crime and plus it's you know there's thomas jefferson there there's uh it's just that 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 that's always a concern of the locals is how is this going to affect what type of people actually move into glendale so far if you go to this affordable housing which glendale has they all are you go inside they're so clean majority there are armenians you know yeah everywhere you go and those affordable housing, for example, I said this, the one on Sonora and uh, uh, Fifth, which he mentioned uh, by DMV. If you go inside, you will see that they're pretty clean. Yeah. And all those uh, elderly who are residing there, they're decent people. And they, I walk in, everyone. <laughs> Me to their unit, they recognize, and they they you, recognize you right away. <laughs> the other side, he's at 87 cups of Armenian <laughs> <laughs> So they are very decent. You, I suggest that you visit there. We don't allow have me that in? problem on our affordable units. We do not have those problems that they come. This uh, is there a screening process? Finding you know, finding out who they are because, for example, they have when any we criminal record, they can't get it. Okay. Because, like, for example, when we do a lease, obviously we, we do credit check, we do income check, we do all that, at least for something where it's kind of, call it government-owned, since right. the city of Glendale is involved in it, at least some sort of screening as far as finding out who it is that's actually... So far, it worked right. The majority are Armenians, and the Armenians, you know how they are. They're very careful with their house, so they keep it clean, and... Yeah, they even though they don't own it, they still yeah, take, take care of it like that. They'll remodel the kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> I swear to God, Venetian plaster everywhere. It's like, dude, this is affordable. You're not supposed to spend twenty grand on a new kitchen. Don't worry, my friend. Bro, you, they're they're on their back painting the Michelangelo <laughs> <laughs> on the ceiling. So no, uh, no, I just imagine a grandpa doing <laughs> 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 You don't have that uh, problem yet. Yeah. At least it never happened. I don't remember such a situation. Uh, going back to an issue 
that we got involved with other issues. One more thing that I, uh, when I came in, along with my colleagues, see this 507 was my initiative, but mm -hmm. uh, the other issue which I brought and they joined me is that uh, new construction, if they are doing new apartment building, uh, now our rule is, which I was adamant to have it, that 15% of, let's say, if there is a, a new apartment building, maybe 15% of it should be affordable out of that entire, let's say if you are going to make, which they don't do now, uh, 200 units, 30 units of out of that 200 units should be affordable to the tenant. So this way, um, those who their income is not enough to have a chance to be in those new buildings. Mm. So about 15%. 15%. But one more thing that uh, it was before, it was like, you would see like a mushroom, these buildings were coming in Glendale. Now you don't see it because they have to do better building, nicer facade, not uh, not concrete. Yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> like how you mentioned it in Burbank, how it had the mushroom kind of tops. That's yeah. that's what happened in Burbank. Now you have oh, to do it nicer. The cake tops, yeah. yeah. It's, it's it was they were all Mickey Mouse. Well, the cake tops. It's not so much just that aesthetically. It actually, in my opinion, looks this looks nicer than just a flat building. But you lose so much. Like my neighbor who built thirty three hundred square feet, because it's a cake top, his bedrooms are Smaller. the size of let's yes. say one of those low affordable uh, affordable housing units. Which it's, it's a ten it's, by ten. I didn't measure it, but I'll go in tonight. I'll yeah. knock on their door. <laughs> Sorry, you guys are I'll sleeping. I'll take my but laser. <laughs> Sir, I'm going to measure your Get out. No, no, no. <laughs> you don't take a laser. You take a tape measure. You go, can you, can you hold that in for me? I know <laughs> you were sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, don't worry. You don't have to put on pants. Just hold the... Uh... <laughs> hold the tape measure really quickly. But yeah, let's... Uh, well, I wanted to ask you, what made you go into city council as far as like... Because when was the first time you ran and... What made you actually say, okay, you know what? I've been on TV for all this time. I, I want to be part of, I want to actually be part of the pol politicians now. I mean, in 2017, I ran before I didn't win way back in 2005. But in 2017, uh, I thought what they were doing was not enough for the public. I thought I can come up with new ideas, which I did like in, during the pandemic. We had the idea of to pay 5000 to business owners because, if you remember, I was the mayor during the pandemic. I was a lucky guy, you know? And I was the only person in the city. There was no other council member, nobody there except city attorney and the city manager and city clerk. City manager. We were there, <laughs> and I was the only one. Uh, the reason being they all... Uh, we're connected through the, you know, internet. Yeah. Who was paying that five thousand? Was it coming out of the city or the yes, state budget? Yes. Uh, the reason I came up with that idea and it was uh, everybody was joined, of course, was uh, the reason was that uh, PPP they were giving money away, and you could get money from government if you would have, if you would have an employee. 
Right. Based on employee, you would get two and a half years of salary, two and a half months of salary. Right. So if most of Armenians, you know, they don't have employee. <laughs> well, at least <laughs> they not are on themselves, the, the wife or kid or whatever. There is no salary to yeah. present. All those people need to get paid, Varesh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what happened was, so I thought maybe, and uh, of course, uh, my colleagues also, they were thinking about that that we came up to pay the businesses $5,000, even though they do not have an employee, as long as they continue, because they were closing right and left, if you remember for mm -hmm. a while, the small businesses, they started closing. But so how much of an impact did that have, though, and how many people, how many business owners actually received on it? Over 1,000. Over 1,000 received it? Yeah. So that's $5 million. $4 million. Dollars four, over $4 million over we four spend million. on that. But anyway, uh, was it effective? I think so. They I'm, say I'm a business owner. If you give me five thousand dollars, like that's that, that's going to pay a day's worth of my overhead. So that's why I'm trying to understand what what did five thousand dollars do? Mostly who those who got it were those businesses that they didn't get anything from PPP. Mm -hmm. So you know that, uh, and it helped them. I mean, they would cover maybe two like months of rent, give, or, give yeah. or take, give yeah. or take two months of rent, right? So that's a big uh, help, actually. But know. how much c control during the pandemic did you guys have of? Because Glendale, being its own uh, independent city, right? Right. What, 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 what's the incorporated? Is that yes, what, what the actual term yeah. is? We're, incorporated. In, we're an incorporated city. Okay, it's not. There's no other name for yeah. it. Yeah, there are eighty-eight cities like us in LA County, yeah. of course. We so are one of. How much of the decisions in Glendale was influenced by Glendale versus L.A. County Health Department? Or in the state? Oh, Health Department is different issue now. We do not have our Health Department. There are 88 cities, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, in, Glend in L.A. County, Long Beach, and Pasadena, and there is another very small city also. Those are not... Uh, they are part of the uh, health department of LA County, like Glendale. We do not have independent health department. As I said, those two cities, major one, Long Beach and Pasadena, they have their own uh, health department. So we go along with what whatever health department of LA County instructs us. So like you have to do this or that, and they, they are the one who come and invest in, uh, you know, the inspect, inspect uh, the businesses, mm -hmm. like if everything is clean, this and that. So we are not involved with it. So during the pandemic, we were following whatever rules and regulation LA County Health Department would come up with. Mm. So we had no influence on it. And if, for example, if the city of Glendale were to, or, or if a business owner were to not abide by certain guidelines, was the city finding them, or was it the no, health department? The health department. So the city wasn't strict no, on anything. No, we couldn't. We we are not involved with it. We have no jurisdiction over it. So, as far as the businesses, for example, mandating to see vaccination card or wearing a mask, you had absolutely no control. We over did that? not. City never came up with that uh, mandate that businesses should require or ask for the. Uh, you know, vaccination card, or we did not come up with that. We could come up with that, of course. But you did, did not. 
But we did not. Yeah. We which, did not. Which kind of which kind of makes sense because anywhere in Los Angeles you would go, you would need proof of vaccination. Right. Anywhere in Glendale you would go. Never asked. Nobody ever asked. Never. I, I figured maybe it's because they're just Armenian business owners. They just didn't follow it. But there was no, 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 no. We no. did not have any rules, regulation. We did not ask. We left well, it to them. It's good to clarify that. Yeah. No, no. We we did not come up with any mandate that everybody entering a business should have bring their uh, vaccination card or anything. We never asked for that. Would you do anything differently? Let's say you, t- you take office again. And, you know, we decide we need two more weeks to flatten the curve. Would you do anything different going back and knowing what you know today, seeing what you've seen? and Because nobody obviously in our lifetime had, at least anybody that's, (coughs) I have. Spanish flu was the last. I mean, I have 104 year old patient. She was in the round during the Spanish Spanish flu. flu. (laughs) So not very many people. Still alive. That are, yeah, that or, are can, or are alive that can remember. Yes. <laughs> I mean, if they are alive. Do you think Biden night. would make it? Was Biden in the Spanish flu? No. <laughs> Biden was World War One. <laughs> so looks ancient. That was 1918, bro. What would you, what, is there anything you would do differently? Because even for me, the whole, the, the one thing that, um, that I had issue with, even though I'm not, a, I don't live in Glendale, is, and we had this in Burbank too, is the whole, you got to wear a mask everywhere. And uh, that to me was even something that I didn't agree with, obviously. And I'm a healthcare administrator. Uh, because even till today, we have issue. I have personally have issue with the healthcare department because these guys come up with a new regulation every day, as you said, every hour at the hospital. Yeah, it's They have no idea what the hell they're doing. So I, I, I would think you guys should somehow try to come up with more of a to find authority to come up with the law regulation whatever you call it to to be able to have control over your own city rather than going off of what what's her name barbara ferrer barbara ferrer yeah Yeah. like i mean it's just that that that's and and that that was what truly bothered me about the the whole encouraging people to wear masks and scaring people off about, you know, if you don't wear a mask, you're going to get the virus, you're going to die. That that was all obviously nonsense because I work with the most frail population, Fragile. right? Um, they're all terminally ill. They're all majority 80 plus, 90 plus years old. And yet I had no issue with any of them. Yet, you know, a 20-year-old has to walk around in a mask on Brand Boulevard to make sure he or she doesn't die in the next 24 hours. No, but uh, we entertain the idea of having our own, uh, you know, like health department. Yeah. We entertain the idea, but it was so expensive that uh, we said we don't want to get involved because some... How expensive? Very expensive. I can't remember the exact number, but you have to have few doctors uh, 24 hours because to work for them. I lived in Glendale, and seeing the type of control there was in Glendale, in the month of April and May in Glendale, it felt like the town was dead. Yeah. But if you went down to L.A., people were still moving around. So the control was real in Glendale. It was real. But we didn't have... The Armenian community does follow your show. Right. Because everything you were saying, these... 
50 and above Armenians were literally living off of what you were getting from your sources and giving to them. Right. Scary to me, honestly. I feel like everyone should have the logic to think for themselves. That's my idea. Now, I don't doesn't mean I'm right. No, but whatever I was I know they were at that time especially basically all Armenians whether they were younger or older from or they would say to each other I was controlling actually by my TV that I was trying to tell them what's going on in the country and the numbers to be careful with you know uh, but I looking back always, today always giving facts I never tried to scare them or anything I was giving exact scientific facts I never deviate from that but going going back would you have like Armand was mentioning going back to the beginning would you have changed anything no because as I said I never brought my own opinion you say do this or do that I was giving them what's going on in the country how many people got sick what they are doing how many people died I was just giving the facts and yeah. telling them to judge on their own. I never said, oh, That's this is very thing. scary, be careful, or this. No, I said, this is what happened today in this Overall, country. the media was fear-mongering, overall. Yes. Now, you're getting your information from the media, so I see but where I'm you're very from. careful. To say, make sure you think for yourself. I get the information from different sources. I don't rely on one side or the other. Yeah. The ones who are denying and the ones who are uh, scaremongering, as you were mentioning. Yeah, the fear-mongering the fear is real. We're not going to argue that, are right. we? Right. But I was trying to get the figures, numbers, and I said this is the numbers without scaring anybody or... To make them so relaxed that they think, oh, it's not important. They're, you say it's not important, and you don't present numbers. I well, was giving well, well, those those number. Any number you presented, with all the respect, was, and all of the sources, the, the, they all admitted those numbers were false. So my suggestion would be, it, I hope. It doesn't happen, but I'm sure. It's coming. I'm sure it will again. No, 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 no! Don't say that. <laughs> Don't say that. No, Next okay. time around, remember me. I would love to be on the board of Glendale's health department. <laughs> we don't have. But I mean, if you ever develop, they'll do one, it for free. Don't trust worry. Trust me. You don't need to pay me. I'll pay you to do it. <laughs> uh, because honestly, it's that was the one area that everybody knows over the last two years. From after March, I think it was end of March. That point. I was I was completely over it, and since March 2020, my whole and and the wise nuts too, the, all of us, but it became all about you know actually speaking the truth about it because none of what actually now they're admitting that well you know these numbers were forty percent off the number of deaths were sixty percent off fluffed yeah fluffed or we we. We actually, somebody who did die from a car accident, we because they tested positive, we did say it was from COVID. We it was a mistake internal, and and when you add these numbers up, it was absolutely nothing more than a flu, and that's that's why I, I bring this up. It's because I hope if and when it happens that you guys really don't make the same mistakes and go off of what the CDC says or what who says or what you know the health department says because these guys have a different agenda and. 
again, you've shared their number. That's that's what you do. I challenge their numbers. That's what I do because I don't believe their numbers because I work with all the hospitals in L.A. County. Whatever they were presenting, none of it was true. I never saw any of it with my own eyes. One of our viewers yeah. actually got a ticket for not wearing a mask on Artsakh Street in Glendale. Not no, wearing a mask. No, 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 no. So what this on, gentleman is saying here? I well, have not a ci- gotten a, a citation. I have maybe. not gotten a citation. On the street? But that yeah. citation is... You got hope, a citation. I hope you didn't Come pay on. for it. I seriously... Yeah, if you I got what he got, like that half was half a dozen of them in yeah. Burbank. Well, under <laughs> under yeah, different under aliases. and every other name. If you, you didn't pay. provide your ID, you would have been good on that. Yeah. yeah, No, that's silly, man. If you got a citation and you actually paid for it, I, I'm sorry. I, uh, I, I, mean, bl- I you should blame yourself if you did. <laughs> I know, <pay> seriously. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So now, go, go ahead, sorry. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was going to say, let's move forward. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly yeah. what we're going <laughs> That's we, where we're going. We don't want to. Yeah, we don't. We could look. We've talked about COVID for two years. I, I'm over it, bro. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it anymore. So I'm we done don't with wanna, it. We don't want to. Oh, if wanna, you don't talk about I it, it's going to come to you. Yeah, maybe I give you a subject to discuss now, sure. or I explain. During the pandemic, of course, also um, we came up with the idea. I mean, this was actually started before pandemic, and during pandemic, we continued was to help. Those who elderly, of course, Mm -hmm. everything became so expensive during this period of time. We provided uh, over, we didn't know there are lots of uh, people who are over 70 years old and they need help. And we provided them with 300 a month, uh, just non assistance. Assistance, yeah. 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 That's residents of Glendale over the age of 70. Yes. And okay. uh, it was $300 per month for two years. So we helped them because everything, you know, became so expensive. They yeah. could not Where afford. was this information out during that time? Was this information shared on yeah. the city? I mean, on the city, but on my TV. Okay. So that's, that's why. Cool. Seven, days <laughs> Seven days a week. Seven days a week. It goes on and on and on. So I was... Um, Inform the public so they can come and uh, register and get the money. And uh, I thought that's a help have provided, especially everything went. See, this is new to me. I didn't yeah. know you did this. Yeah. $300 a month for a 70-plus year old. Yeah. Is, is that's a lot of money, bro. That's $10 a day. For two years, you're talking $7,200. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot of I know, money. I know you're not big on social media. Yeah. I know you're, you have a social media page, yes. uh, but I know you're not very... Big, big on it. Information like that, as far as what you did, which is a huge thing, helping elderly people as far as uh, with assistance, even if you were to have somebody possibly manage it and pay your social media and no, post something uh, like that, where their where their children and their grandchildren who are on this damn thing right. 24 hours, when they, when they see that. that, they say, oh, look, you know what? Mr. Viraj Arajanyan is providing something like this. I think my mother, my grandmother, my grandma never mentioned it to me. Yeah, my grandma didn't mention it either. You see, I mean, again, not not to not to step on your toes, say that you, you what you did was you know it's it's just something where it'll kind of help boost it because it's it's a free advertising tool where that 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 task that you did, what you did to help the elderly people, it should people should know about it. Yeah, but see, one thing I have to tell you. This was to elderly, and the elderly mostly they watch TV rather than to uh, hear from their 
Tony or yeah. their grandson or granddaughter. It's TV is their source. Yeah. So I mentioned it for a while. Everything which I say is not for one day. I repeat it, whether it's for the young or elderly or whoever. I say it for me, me a few times and um, many days. I mean, was was yeah. there anything that because to to me what I all you know when people talk about politics like you know if I were governor if I were mayor if I were the president if I were this and then a lot of times once you step into office then you don't have as many as much control or as many decision um, making uh, powers uh, as you think you did so you've been both a council member and a mayor were there any decisions that or ideas that you presented but you just did not have the power to push forward but it would have been beneficial for the people because that's also going to help you know our audience understand kind of who you are not just your background as an engineer and as a uh, tv host but to understand your ideology and your philosophy behind how you think this city should be uh run run i um the ideas which I had, I do not have a major idea that I thought I could have done it and it didn't happen. I pushed and pushed and those ideas, as I said, few of them I explained, uh, I got it to the end. Everything was... Know, everything which uh, I Executed, thought. yeah. And uh, of course, uh, being an engineer, I'm trying to be reasonable. I, there, I'm sure I could come up with these crazy ideas and but I never tried that. I stayed within the means of what I could have done. Yeah. So um, I think I accomplished a lot. I'm, uh, I don't want to talk about myself and say what. But uh, because I was with the public from my childhood, always I have been with different organizations from nine years old. I was with different organizations. And uh, I had very difficult childhood. Uh, my family was not rich, so we didn't have anything in a small. We were uh, living in a small room. So I know the pain of what they are going through. That's why I picked up the small guy to try to help the small guy as much as I could. And I have done uh, whatever I was thinking, as I said. These are major issues that affordable housing giving money to the businesses who were suffering people elderly to help them by this it's it became so expensive everything to help them even though temporarily but uh, it's a help and in the beginning we had the problem that we were giving 300 and the government reducing their uh, what they were receiving from them so we had the hard from time. From them as in like social security? Social security, yeah. Yeah. Medicare, Because Medicare if you get help from your child or relative, that as much as you receive... Deducted from the receiving money. Oh, as much as you receive, they deduct from you, you know, from your uh, what you have to get. Mm. It's a double-edged sword. Pick yeah. which one you want to fall but on. But eventually we were successful to speak to the government and uh, uh, they considered it as, uh, you know... Uh, expenses, yeah, emergency yeah. expenses. So, uh, so far I was successful with what uh, I came for, what I promised, I fulfilled uh, 
I always uh, try to say something that uh, less than what I can do. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, some people they come and say I will do this and that. You know, ambagurgur. You know, like they come up with ideas. So more of an over, don't overpromise and underdeliver. Yeah, right. Underpromise and overdeliver. Yeah, I mean, I didn't want to say things that I cannot deliver. So I kept it to the level that I thought it's possible. Because however, uh, is you have to deal with other group and other council members, and you have to convince everybody to go along with your ideas. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, I thought I was successful to do a few things anyway. Beautiful. Yeah, I, you know, I've, I've uh, addressed some of the questions that came up throughout the, throughout the uh, last hour and a half. Um, did we miss anything? I would, I would like to ask. <coughs> very some. There's a little argument going on here about does this school board get elected by city council or school board is elected by the people? It's very strange. Uh, if I explain to you, this is. Uh, I mean, years back, when I learned about this to explain on TV, uh, I realized this city has different government. The city is its own government, and you think the city will cover everything. Whatever is happening in Glendale, it's under our control. It's not. There is another government, is school. School is another government, and college is another government. Within the city? Within the city. They have, let's say, uh, the college has their own police department. They have their own police department. Actually, yeah. police chief now is a, used to be lieutenant in Glendale Police Department who retired, became police chief up there. And they buy a land or properties. Like they, in South L.A., they bought uh, housing units and they demolished it. They can do whatever they want. It's... That's uh, another government within it's the city. Con- within the city, yeah, because the school is different GCC, government. GCC bought a very large parcel off of uh, Chevy Chase and Adams, right? Yes, and they demolished those. Yeah, buildings. they demolished all those apartment buildings that people were yeah. living in, and they're building their own school. Well, not well, no, they're building dorms, dorms oh, and dorms. campuses, and and they were calling me and say, "Why you don't help us? I don't want to sell my land to these people. I want to." I said, I have no, I mean, I have no control. I so, can't say anything. They are their own government. So the they school can come board, in and who buy. elects the school board? People. The people. Obviously. The people elect the school board. Yes. Yes. It's like us. They they have an election. They have like a, that. Is the election the same time as you Same guys as time as us. The, the college the, and the school. Yeah. The only problem. The only problem is we can't get one of them to come out here and talk to us. <laughs> Nobody from the school board wants to hiding? talk to us. <laughs> what is school board hiding in Glendale? Come out here. So They're let's talk about your, this. Your kids' school curriculum. My kids don't go to Glendale. <laughs> His kids are gonna go to Glendale oh, Unified. Yeah. <laughs> don't remind me, bro. It's 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 it's, it's a it's an uphill I would not battle. trust my kids with your pieces of shit. <laughs> All I'm gonna do. I'm, I, I, I've Decided officially just to hire my kids, and yeah. they can start with an entrepreneurship position definitely. or an apprentice apprenticeship, and then you know not even volunteer program. No, and then move up the ladder. <laughs> I'll promote them to 
<laughs> executive assistant and then COO, CEO, coffee. It's better than going to school these days. Hundred percent better. <laughs> At least I told my kids after thirteen, fourteen, you gotta start uh, figuring it out. One, one question. <laughs> so anyway, to your question, we yes. have no control. I want people to know we have no control over school. That's another government inside this government. Let's put it that way. Uh, one question Zalvin brought up, and uh, I wanted to bring this up as well because my my parents personally uh, they live in Northwest Glendale, which uh-huh. is the Kenneth area. Yeah. Uh, we've noticed a lot of fruit vendors in that area. Right. Uh, is there a possibility to get rid of those fruit <laughs> vendors? Please, please. Okay. Because uh, look, <laughs> the only reason the only reason You're why I say you never stop and get some. I have never stopped never? and gotten fruit. No, no, I have never stopped. And get, you know, and mangoes and strawberries. No, yeah. stop yeah. it! You're, that's yo, why. Yo, those are that's awesome, that's why they keep coming back. Because it's stop because, good. Of, because of me, they keep coming. Because back. people These continue to buy. Listen, out there, uh, uh, Mr. Verge, The only reason why I say it is because no, it brings down the neighborhood. Right. You're you're talking about homes that are in. We should like we mentioned one one point one million to two million dollar areas, and you have. Jose and Juan basically put, you know setting what your up. Your problem is you live on Kenneth. Go up to mountain. Go up they to don't mountain. Go up, they, don't they don't go up. They don't, they don't go up to mountain. They Does, stay that's why he's Kenneth. near Sunset Canyon. He doesn't need to worry about it. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. They're on Grandview. They're on Kenneth. <laughs> Would you be okay if it was in the corner of Adams or? Uh, no, no, that's not. It doesn't belong in Glendale. Yeah, South Glendale is no. okay. Hey, listen, man. Yeah, I've seen. Goes, hey, to get taco meat, no. you can just get a couple mangoes. I've I've seen them. I've seen I've seen them selling flowers on the intersection of Glen Oaks. I'm not kidding you, bro. Glen Oaks and what? Pacific. And mm. Central, okay. right on the intersection where the where the divider is. Yeah. And I'll purposely go is there turn, people turn, turn around and I'll go back. I'll go, I think you guys are lost. Forest Lawn is down Sonora where Griffith Park is. Are they selling? I don't know if they're selling it because I'm not going to go stand there and basically monitor their numbers. Well, you know, net income this month. Was, <laughs> I thought you were going to report them to the IRS and shit. No, man. It's... Oh. Can we yeah. do something about these street vendors? Because, look, the taco trucks and all that stuff, I'm fine with. But when they start pitching tents and they start putting up tables and doing all this crap on Kennet, on oh, Glenwood, God, on Grandview, God. it's an issue. Again, the man How is it st- an issue, bro? You're in first world, world problems, that, that's bro. That's one of the things I don't it's have It's a first world with. problem oh, you're talking no, about, no, bro. No. Not in residential areas, Did you see areas, what I had man. to deal with in Sun Valley? Because <laughs> what does that attract? Does that attract any... It, bad, do, bad it, do, it, or, it doesn't. Oh, it, doesn't. it doesn't look nice in a nice area, in a nice, beautiful neighborhood like Glendale. But if it was and kids also, selling lemonade, it would be okay. Kids selling lemonade, you'd buy lemonade for a selling, dollar. Okay, but he's supporting a family too, Arno. Do it somewhere that else. That man is supporting a family too. Do it too. somewhere else. I'd rather have oh that. God. Okay, hold on. You're, See, you're saying... Sorry, Parmavadaj. We tend to go at it <laughs> yeah, with each other as well. Yeah, this happens. Just enjoy. Uh, <laughs> because I look at it like this. You look at... Okay, how... He's like, I'm off the hook on this one. You look at it like this. On the on the corner on the corner of Glenwood and Western, 
Right? Okay. Glenwood and Western. Yeah. How many Armenian stores are nearby? You have Nairi. You have Ani you Grocery. You really think that five oh boxes God. of mangoes still, affecting the bottom line for Ani Grocery mangoes, and There's mangoes. There's there's watermelon. Bro, the guy's selling, like, what? all the, I swear to God, is all that's <laughs> left is for him to, like, open up a Jamba Juice on the corner of Glenwood and Kenneth or something, bro. Good no. for him. I'll Supporting it's, a family. It's, I'm it's all, actually I'm very convenient it. if you drive. No, no, driving no. It causes, by. It causes it takes traffic. 30 it's seconds. It causes traffic. It's not clean. It's not sanitary. Terry. There's brake dust everywhere. Oh, brake dust everywhere. Maybe you should wear three masks while you drive too, bro. No, man. I, It'll prevent Why don't you get rid dust. of the bicycle riders too? Because there's a lot of brake dust there. Yes. <laughs> Come on, bro. Can we do something about that, Palm Village? Okay. Well, this guy wants to get rid of everything hold on, again, for, just to increase Ladies real and gentlemen, values. these two don't live in Glendale. I live in Glendale. <laughs> I wouldn't be caught. Come to Burbank, Jose. It's not just... Bring your mangoes. Come out to Sun Valley, but we have plenty. I'm, if you find in the corner, you the, could. The demand isn't high enough. Go ahead. The problem is, it's not the Glendale's problem only. It's every city's problem. Before, police would go and tell them you can't be, let's say, on corner of Grandview and Western. Correct. Or Grandview or Western or other corners, which you, now you see there are also... Uh, Fruit juices. Yes. They do fruit juices. Yes. <laughs> the now there is, uh, the police cannot go and tell them, gather your belongings and go. <laughs> we can't do that anymore. Why? I mean, that's the new rules regulation. Well, you're based on who? Based I on Glendale or is it a no, state law? No, no, state law. We cannot ask the Same state law that lets the same individual get arrested four times in Glendale for the same crime of right. burglary. In 24 hours. Can, and if it's in the can less they, than 950, as they long, can do it every day. And they did. No Some man did it four times in Glendale. You yeah. did as long as they don't bring the uh, bacon-wrapped hot dogs and all, I'm okay with that. Yo, oh, you don't want to smell like bacon-wrapped hot dogs on? No. No, he just doesn't want to have too many of them. That's no, no, why. I, I, <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> no, if they bring like uh, bacon hot dogs in a residential area, that's different. Because to me, the that's smoke an issue. With Smoke and the, yeah, smell, the smell, smell will bother the neighborhood. This, this is honestly but it's open up people's fruit. appetite. What, how bad is that? But it's no, only but Saturdays, it's, no? It's Saturday, Sunday. No, no, no. It's they every can day. Sell the fruit every day, every. whether it's Burbank, Lander, yeah. Pasadena, doesn't matter. It's a state law. They can't do anything now. I, it was not before. I just look at Man, it. There's, there's, there's such a great business idea. There's no sink. There's no sanitary. I mean, I mind you, I've seen those guys sit on sit on their little chairs and they're on their phones and just and then all of a sudden no some guy pulls over and he's like yeah let me chop up some fruit grabs it with his head there's no gloves yes, no the, the, uh, don't You're make so false shit, claims, bro. bro of Whatever. course there's Full gloves shit, right? i've what? never not seen them wear gloves okay maybe they reuse the glove okay we'll give it to you but uh, <laughs> when, when, when i'm going to my parents house next time what before i get to their house i'm going to go park right on the corner and you should order your ass please. a, a because, of fruits. but usually i don't want to get monkeypox but usually they have to have uh, health department's permit. I think they should not have. I not think not only health department permit. I think they should have some sort of liability insurance as well. God forbid somebody drives into him. Who's gonna be? Who's gonna take care of that? Those are different issues now. But the, the health department demands that they have this permit to do that. But we do not have any control over. Sorry, that. I care about the cleanliness of my city. You were okay with when those. Uh, produce vans would show up with what was the signal like? No, no. no. What, what would be the signal? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one of those things. Well, we don't think we have it. 
<laughs> no, we don't have we it. We don't have that. We don't have we a should add it. And we you're okay with that. That's all sanitary, right? Again, they weren't the chopping guys. up stuff. They weren't putting stuff in. Uh, and besides that, it was fresh produce brought in a van, sold, gone. He's out of there. This guy's basically parked in front on the corner of yeah, Glenwood and Western for, for seven hours, eight hours in 90-degree so weather with the cooler on top of the mm, thing, the water media, dripping oh, no, down. You're missing something? the last point. What is he doing supporting his Do you, you want to know something? Strawberries actually are supposed to be under the sun. That's yes. you're supposed to eat strawberry and mango. These are all supposed. You know they know. they grow under the sun, right? I don't I don't appreciate it. In and my they city. get sweeter. He's confusing it with weed. He thinks they grow in a. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> all you know root. about. That's what you're talking about. Again, it's bro. better than somebody standing there and asking me and my family for money. Yes, or, you know I respect that. My much family. Like, well, that's another issue that's, that's that's been coming up as well. Sell though. as many mangoes as you want, guys. Armon will and support I, your actually, business. Actually, add Michelada if you can, because on a Saturday, hot Saturday, when I'm. Taking my kids to no ID park. required. Yeah, I don't mind picking they, up a it, nice. You know that fridge they're sitting on, the big fridge. Guess what's in there? <laughs> Modelo. Joan Modelo or Dos Equis. I take it, Modelo. Oh jeez. Uh, what else we got? What else we got for Mr. Vadej? Because um, as far as uh, like the police department goes, we had some questions. Are, are they? One unit that's also been endorsing you, or police endorsing me. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Okay, then. that's good because there was a question about defunding. Oh, and that we did not do that. And uh, for example, uh, some of the cities they did that defund the police, and this was the motto, and they were pushing for it. Uh, we know without having the police, uh, things gonna get uh, rough. And, for example, the city of Los Angeles, Mayor Garcetti reduced the budget of city of Los Angeles uh, Police Department yeah. budget by $150 million. And city of New York, uh, they reduced it with $1 billion, of course. You are, know. are these cities looking for more crime? In At the time, are they that looking was for it? At the time, you know, this uh, Black Lives Matter and those issues... This was trend that everywhere they're reducing the budget of the police. As I brought you two examples of uh, first and second largest city in the country. And now, uh, it was almost a month ago that I reported again that uh, Mayor Garcetti says we have to raise the police budget now. That's convenient. We, yeah. Now he's saying that. Isn't uh, he an ambassador to India now? Or? Uh, Not it's yet. It's in process. You know, they're not letting him go because uh, yes, the guy who was term. running his uh, chief of staff had some issues with uh, uh, okay. other employees. Sexual matters. So, so you... <laughs> <laughs> now you see why they get paid so much as, as a city manager. So, anyway, you, so you, you... Just just to clarify, we because... never reduced the budget of the police. Okay. And the, in fact... Police budget uh, for coming year, you know, the uh, budget year for the city is from July 1st until June 30th. So for this uh, coming fiscal year, uh, we are raising the budget also. You know, it's not uh, reduced. It's not, we didn't cut the police budget. We're actually raising it. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. That's good to know as well. Because we are for pro-law pro enforcement. 
as I mean, pro law enforcement were against. I don't know you guys. All if these you remember BLMs and all these bullshit movements. In case you you weren't aware, yeah, <laughs> we haven't made ourselves 19- clear. <laughs> it was in 1970s in New York that the electricity they had a power problem, electricity problem for yeah. two hours, and they people they some of course ran through the, all the stores and took everything away uh, from the businesses. Well, that it happens every day For now. two hours, it yeah, was it's just it's normal. It's, in no it's normal in Los Angeles now. San Francisco, it's Detroit. Yeah, St. Louis. So St. Louis. I mean, Louis, Ohio. Did you see the graduation party fight today at no. St. Louis? No. Oh, my God. It's like crazy fight. And <laughs> I commented. I said, come on, guys, party? give them a break. They're celebrating. They just, yeah. It's just a graduation fight. They just yeah. finished indoctrination. Now yeah. let's fight. Huh? Let's, 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 yeah, we're let's both kill. very indoctrinated. Let's do this. Do you, do you guys want to? Do you guys want to talk really quickly about? Because we talked about it yesterday. The Grayson Power Plant. Uh-huh. You want to talk about that very quickly? Well, yeah. As far as expanding the Grayson Power Plant, are you, were you for? Are you against it? What What were your plans with the Grayson okay. Power Plant? On the Grayson, we uh, what we has what we have is it's we have renewable energy. And then we have gas machines, gas turbines, which there were uh, five of them uh, with 19 megawatts of electricity, which will come on after when you need it. Emergency. That's bad. Not no, emergency no, no. if you're electric. No, uh, your usage when you go through the roof, oh, you do, it comes on. Well, summer, summertime, ACs summer are cranking. Yeah. Right. Or whenever, if you are... Big usage. So when you say you, on. does that mean like the city? The Elect- city, not one individual. No, it's no, not no, connected the city. to the city. entire okay. yeah. elect- electricity which the city is using. Yeah. So we have 95 megawatts of gas. When I uh, came to, in 2017, I came to this city, what happened was there was a Steve Zern, uh, late. Steve Zern, he passed away, unfortunately. Uh, he was the uh, director of Glendale Water and Power. The very first thing that he took me to, uh, you know, for orientation. And he said, we're going to uh, renew everything in Glendale, um, in Grayson, which would be gas-powered machines, turbine. And I was surprised because... And I told them when I was going to uh, college, university, in 1970s, that was what I was studying. Gas turbines was what I was studying. How do you want to do this in 2017? You want to do it? I'm not going to agree to it. It has to be element of clean energy and uh, gas yeah. or gas turbines. Up to 100 megawatt. If you go over that, I'm not going to accept. And what we would need with 262. After a while, he came, and it was basically everything was done to make it in 2017 and demolish the Grayson and come up with those gas machines. And I said, I'm not going to accept. He came back to me, just myself, and him, and director of uh, water and power, uh, the gentleman who is Mark Young, who's running the Glendale and uh, Water and Power, 
he testified to that just three months ago that whatever I'm telling you is what happened. And I said, I'm not going to accept. He came up with the idea 213 megawatt of gas. And I said, it's not acceptable. 100 megawatt of gas. And he reduced it to 191 megawatt of gas. I said, no, 153 megawatt, megawatt gas machines. The balance of it will yeah. be renewable and everything. What's the renewable we're talking about? We're, uh, solar, basically, and buying from other, uh, so somewhere Ari- else, w- clean Buying one. from Arizona and Nevada yeah, is basically what you're talking about. And yes, and some <laughs> be But those also. aren't the cleanest either, are they? No, that's if it's solar, we buy the cleanest that we can. There are some, it's not the cleanest, but basically it's not gas powered at least, like what we were going to do with 262 megawatts of gas. So anyway, at the end, he reduced it. He said, we came up with this idea. We changed a few things. One day he came and surprised me. He said, I have a news for you. And I said, what? He said, we are going to have 93 megawatts of gas even less than what you wanted. I said, I agree to it. And based on that, we came up with the, this idea of to have renewable and 95 megawatt of gas, which would be five units of 19 megawatt. How much so does, just so that we have a kind of an understanding of it, how much does the city of Glendale use? How many megawatts? That... Uh, I can't remember exactly how much we are using, but more than 262 probably because some of we import from other places. But our Grayson power plant is capable of providing 262 megawatt of... What does Grayson work with? Is that a... Grayson right now is gas. Yes. Yeah, but we will... Fully gas. Yes, but we will change it to uh, renewable... And as I said, not only 95 megawatt of gas. This is what we were going Where to do. Where does Grayson's gas come from? Gas we are buying. From? From Southern California gas. and SoCal. SoCal yeah. gas. Yeah. And there's uh, is there plans of going hydrogen? Because I know there Yes. Now, uh, those machines, which are gas machines, we are planning at a later time to have hydrogen cycles on same machine. machine same machine but different percentage uh, of yeah, it is yeah, going to yeah. be recalibrated basically right. kind of yeah i think jordan mentioned that. 30% of it is going to be run on hydrogen something along that i mean those are just ideas nothing solid we have now so i don't want to say a figure about uh, hydrogen because there is no uh, study yet we didn't come up with anything we say Later, we change it to hydrogen. Plans but are there, but nothing, no, nothing. No, nothing. Solid no, we didn't discuss. So, how much of this or how much of that? However, ninety-five megawatt of gas. That was the plan, but all of a sudden, at last, one of the last uh, meetings of ours, things changed, and I was very upset. I read a statement that what we are doing is wrong, and I'm saying it now also. Uh, the delay from doing it months ago uh, expanding Grayson about the Grayson it will cost us what we want to do to do the same thing will cost us at least 40 million dollars or more because now they are saying 
you cannot buy the same thing, the same machines will be more expensive. Other stuff we have to do, the delay Labor, because of this delay. Material. Yeah, materials, everything will be, you know, day by day, everything becomes more expensive. Very expensive. Yeah. How much I just want to give you Brandon? How much was the original proposal uh, for the expansion? 300 some million? 396 90. million. So now it's going to be 10, 50 percent more. At least will be around four fifty, in my opinion, will be four hundred fifty million dollars to do the same thing. Is it worth? Of is it worth still doing it? We have no choice. We have to do something. Well, we I mean cannot keep the Grayson and use the. It's all gas. We have all gas in Grayson now. We have to do something about it because, you know, by two thousand thirty, thirty, you have to do. Some, you can't use gas and everything. By 2035, the state of California wants to get to 100% What happens? Renewable. 35 comes and Glendale's not at that par. What happens? No, uh, no, no they no. will, uh, we're going to, they're going to punish us. We will be penalty, you know, penalized. It's going to cost it. us In, what even way? more. The more. state. State will okay. penalize us. What are they going to do to Glendale? Cut funds. Cut Sudden, funds? Yeah. That's how they penalize oh, the, the city. Pen penalty. They say you you have to pay like hundred million dollars penalty. Yeah. So you have to pay it. And if you don't, and if you don't pay, what happens? They'll they'll cut it out of your pocket, out of your budget. Uh, you guys, I'm trying to get to the other option. If they don't, he wants do, to say sell it. Exactly. So ten years ago, Ara proposed selling. Now, if you sold ten years ago, you wouldn't have gotten the money you would have gotten. Get you would get today. Right. Right. Uh, what can I say? I cannot That's go another, back. I'm just, and look, I don't live in Glendale, but I'm telling you, either you're going to have to improve Grayson or you're going to have to sell one or the other. Privatizing sell it is probably the worst thing. Uh, it is the worst thing you can no, do. You, could never, you can't sell it. You, privatizing uh, water and power, is, is, it, would be the most, it would be the stupidest move that we could do. Yeah. I, uh, you know, it's better uh, you have control over it because otherwise... They're going to raise the price on you day by day, what yeah. you're going to do. Is Glendale I mean, uh, Water and Power cheaper or more expensive than LA, LA okay. DWP today? Uh, Let's be Glendale honest. And water, I've seen both. I mean, certain things it was cheaper because now... No, talking today. Today's bill comes per kilowatt usage. Glendale, is I Glendale more expensive or cheaper. LA? I think Glendale is a little cheaper than LA. Yeah, slightly cheaper. I'll tell you this much: water it's in not, water. I don't think so. Water, water in Glendale is cheaper. Water, water is, definitely. Water not is power. Huh? Not power. Well, if, no, the, if well, we could one of the reason water is uh, that there is certain rules the state has that you cannot make like a profit. You say, okay, it's two dollars. I'm gonna add a dollar. You have to show how much it takes, uh, how much you co your cost is. Yeah, and water should be based on the cost of what you are spending. Based on that, that's what is different than electricity. Electricity, oh there are some, you know, like uh, surcharge for it yeah. on it, but water does not have, so it's different. Yeah. So uh, we do have one question here, Verzhov. Someone was asking, "What's your thoughts on term limits for all politicians, not only city council, but all politics?" 
I mean, okay. especially Glendale. I grew up in Glendale. I remember the you city council. No, I don't. Okay, just to make city council. Do you live in Glendale? No, you bring it up every forty-five. City seconds. council, but city. Sure. So city council never changed. Stop cutting me off, bro. We you had that to one of these. <laughs> yeah, one of these buttons should be. I don't. I, I don't. One of these buttons should be. I don't live in Glendale. I don't live in Glendale. <laughs> I don't plan on living in Glendale either. So my, yeah, I forgot. Term, term limits. limits. Term so limits. term limits. Yeah. Glendale, like city council, was the same people year no, after no, no. year for a long time. No, 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 no. no. City <coughs> council has term limit. Since 2017, Glendale came up with the ordinance that every uh, council member uh, should uh, serve for three terms, and then they have to go. Total 15 years. 12. It oh, just so happened. Years. Yeah, it is four years, four years term. It just happened uh, in 2017 when I got elected, uh, the government came, uh, Governor Brown actually came up with the idea that if a city, uh, when they are doing their own election, they can do it, but at least 25% of residents of that city should participate in election. If it's less than 25% they participate, they have to join the L account, um, I'm sorry, L county and the state, you know? So before we were arranging our own election, Glendale was arranging their own election for city, school, and college. But since 2017, since city of Glendale, on every election, three consecutive election, are participating like around 20%. And this city is good. 20% is high number, for your information, by the way. City of LA, sometimes their election is based on 8% of Voter participant. Turnout? Yeah. Voter turnout is 8%. 8%. Should that sometimes it's 13%. Sometimes. But ours is basically around 20%. It was around 20% some years in 18, 22, but around 20%. But however, since we had less than 25% of residents participating in the election, we had to join the LA County and the state. And since our elections uh, was in, on odd years, county and uh, state, their election was on even years, so they can't cut my years of service. So they had to give us the opportunity to serve for five years. So instead of four years, became five years just for that single time, which is, um, it's, I will be finishing in uh, June 7th, would be five years and almost two months. Mm. Before was four years. But coming uh, next election, it will be again four years because we will join the state and so every four years their election uh, will be conducted and our election with, will be with the county and state. Okay. Is clerk on the ballot as well? Does uh, yes. City clerk, yeah. clerk is also. Greg Krikorian. Are yeah. those percentages based <laughs> on manager. total population yeah. or re registered voters? Uh, the 20% was uh, uh, registered voters. Registered voters. Yes. 
And that's why Governor Brown was saying should be based uh, 25% at least of registered vote. Anything else we missed before we call it a night? By the way, since you brought that issue up, uh, by the way, uh, one very important issue, Glendale has almost 112,000 registered voters now. I mean, years back was like 100,000 before less than that. And unfortunately, we have almost 40,000 Armenian registered voter in Glendale. How many turn out? And I will tell you about that. <laughs> 13. <laughs> and 72% are non-Armenian. Sorry. Uh, Armenians are 40,000 registered voters we have in Glendale. 72,000 non-Armenians are registered to participate. Armenians are participating percentage-wise. Those who are registered, they participate more. You know, like... So um, out of the 40,000, oh, what really? percentage vote? Yes. In election of 2020, mm -hmm. in election of 2020, it was amazing that 22,000 Armenians participated. Of the 40,000, so 50%. 60%. Yeah, that was uh, amazing. But our, uh, for Armenians, the bad part is that we do not have enough registered voters. We should have at least 70,000 uh, registered voters because, of course, we have, you know, we have illegals, we have those who have a green card, we have uh, those, but uh, out those of... Those live in Sun Valley but are registered in Glendale. Uh, 100,000, out of 100,000 Armenians who reside in Glendale, uh, we have to have 70,000 registered voters, but we do not have, it's only 40,000. But... Um, at the end of the day, it's not really important if you're voting for an Armenian person. If the Armenian person you're voting for is a piece of shit, don't vote for that person. Right. Just because they have the IN or YN does no. not mean you go That's vote for them. Right. If That's these people have no ethics, they don't understand what's right for an Armenian person, don't vote for them because of the last name. You have to have their... Do your research before you vote. Is. Now, you're asking for Armenians to go out there and vote. I ask that the Armenians understand what they're voting for. That's two different things. Just going out there and voting for anything that has an Armenian name, no, that's not what you're supposed to do. That's right. You have to vote on merit. Yes. Definitely you have to vote on merit. And what the uh, elected officials or those who, the challengers, what they stands, what the, the person stands for. I mean, you have to base on that, uh, vote for the person, what they're going to do for the community, for yourself, for the community, and uh, for the city. Absolutely. And Based on merit, I believe in it. Yeah. And if you need help as far as guidance, just reach out to us. We'll tell you who to vote for. Okay. It's, <laughs> it'll be easy. It'll, or follow our page. You'll see, you'll see exactly who to vote for. Um, <laughs> is, there <laughs> is there anything else we got to cover before we call it a night? Mr. Vinesh, you. Definitely vote uh, this coming you have your ballot so one unfortunate thing i mentioned it i want to repeat to your viewers there is uh, in armenian homes there are over 40000 uh, votes ballots sitting in their house and only very few uh, until it was a few days ago, it was monday it was 5000 some armenian they participated that's i mean 
they returned their ballot. And today was, if I'm not wrong, was around 6,000 Armenians, they returned their ballot. But imagine, out of more than 40,000 ballots sitting in their house, because, uh, you know, recently you don't have, before it was such that you had to ask for ballot to send it to you or you would be permanent voter. You would sign for becoming a permanent voter to get the ballot. But this uh, last election and this election, they sent the ballot to every registered voter. So this way... Maybe more twice or three times. <laughs> Sometimes. But however, for Armenians, again, there are over 40,000 ballots in their house. Some of them, they already put it in the trash can, not knowing what it is, and some, it's hanging in their house, and only 6,000 voted until today, so which is not enough, in my opinion, is ridiculous. There you go. Anything else? Thank you. Thank you for inviting me, more important. And um, I... Wish you success and well, we wish you success, Mr. <laughs> yeah. I mean, also in your job and business and yeah. uh, what you are doing here. Well, uh, now you've you've convinced me to become a developer. So <laughs> after the show, I'm gonna. That's <laughs> a good idea. We're gonna sit down and talk numbers. Have you seen any poor developer? They all are rich, so maybe you will join their yeah. uh, rank. Well, that's for sure. I mean, hey, you guys are all about to convince me to get into politics. I swear, <laughs> these. So okay. you're going the other way, huh? Well, going to politics, you helped me become a developer. Did that How do you know I'll help you? <laughs> Are you going to work honest and proper? No, you know I don't ever there do you that, go. right? There you go. I'm as unethical as they come. There you go. <laughs> anyway, I guys. appreciate you guys for what you have done and invited me. Yeah. Well, we, we appreciate this you taking time out of your Tuesday to be with us. This was fun. What, the what? only thing is that I am unable not to do my live program. Oh, oh today? Today? Well, <laughs> you I'm see, I'm sure the elderly so crowd the, will forgive you. Did you just do a rerun? Or? Yeah, they're going to show a rerun, I'm sure, yeah. because they were waiting for me. I'm sure they text a million times when you're coming. And <laughs> what time does it start? At like 9 p.m.? Oh, exactly geez. 9 p.m. for 20 some years. Well, see, the wise ones are making history today. For the first we time, canceled uh, <laughs> we canceled Varish's episode. You know how many elderly well, are, like, to, are cussing us out right now? Yeah. You should you should have us on your show one day just yeah. to shock your no, elderly audience. We can audience. connect, actually. <laughs> we can connect. Or we can, we can figure something out. We can collaborate. We can collaborate. But no, I mean, I can connect it to my TV station yeah. and air it. Uh, we, we, you know, <laughs> you anytime you want to discuss, you know, if you want your senior population to learn about how to navigate through senior healthcare, mm-hmm. I'd be more than happy to educate your aud- audience so they okay. don't they don't make the mistakes they and make. And that's on what you do, you said. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, we wish you luck in your campaign. Thank uh, you. I really appreciate. We appreciate Good you luck, taking Bruce. time out of your Tuesday to be with us. Uh, guys, next next Monday is going to be a great show as well. We have a returning guest. Um, we do? Yeah, we do. Uh, all the way from PragerU. Ah. All yes, the way from yes. PragerU. Jill Simonian is going to be Our with us next young. week, guys. Uh, it's funny. I was watching episode one with Jill. I was watching episode two with Jill. Bro, complete different, different person. Yeah. And I can't wait for episode three with Jill. 
So Jill Simonian is going to be with us next Monday, uh, all the way from PragerU. So it's going to be a fun, exciting show. It's going to be very controversial. So uh, tune in next week. We'll see you guys next week. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. And today's episode will be on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and all major platforms. Manana. Don't care, forget guys. to vote. Yes. Don't count. forget to vote. Who are they voting for? I told them. Either a man or a woman. One of those two. One of the two genders. <laughs> Take care, guys.